Welcome, welcome. This is Cassandra Austin McDonald with the Grow Through It podcast, where I share my personal life experiences and the stories of others who have grown through life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. Listen in as you may become inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode on the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And today I want to share with you all a very transparent and vulnerable episode. I know some of you may feel like, well, you're always transparent and vulnerable. However, this is more so in real time for me. A lot of times I try to share different insights and things like that with you all after the fact. However, I'm in the midst of the shift and I actually debated about sharing, you know, because when I press record, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. I do not script my episodes. Sometimes I do have some points that I want to hit, especially when I'm sharing tips and things like that. However, my episodes are unscripted. And so I was like, Lord, I'm going to tell these people that I'm in the midst of a shift. I don't know what I'm going to share. And, you know, I was like, you know what? This is what the journey is all about, right? Like, that's what the name of this podcast is, Grow Through It. And I'm here to share with you all. I feel like that's part of my life's purpose is to share my own inner discoveries so that others can feel empowered to live their best lives. And so we're just going to jump right in. I am going to share with you all how I shift out of funky episodes or funky, I don't even know if you want to call it an episode, maybe like just a funky state of being. You know what I mean? Um, For those of you who do not know, I have suffered from symptoms of complex post-traumatic stress disorder most of my life due to being a trauma survivor. With that comes a lot of moodiness at times. I have seasons in my life where I'm feeling wonderful and I'm feeling great. Um, But with this last year and a half, I have had so many life changes that I have still been working on finding my rhythm again. Does that make sense? And It really started with Mr. and I moving to Florida, which was obviously what both of us wanted. It was was a great move. I have absolutely no regrets. However, in the midst of that transition, when I tell you everything that can happen, happen, you guys, everything, you know, from the pandemic and um, things that I thought were going to happen, Um, career and business-wise did not happen. And then on top of that, and this is something I've really been thinking about lately, is my own support system. I was uh, at a time where I was trying my best to be there for some of my close childhood girlfriends who had lost their mothers. Ironically, some of my closest childhood friends lost their mothers last year. It was devastating. Their mothers treated me like one of their own. And so it was, I, I felt their, their grief. I felt the pain. 
And with all of these things happening, you guys, what happened for me is I was trying to be there for everyone else and I was needing support as well. And I remember I was battling with a little bit of guilt because I had a former friend who basically shamed me that I should be happy that I lived where I lived and I had a husband who is a great provider and just basically suck it up. So no empathy, no compassion, no safe space, none of that. And that was before some of my other closer friends' mothers passed. And so moving and transitioning into that, you know, I started to feel this sense of guilt. Like, I can't tell people, you know, what my personal battles are because it doesn't compare to what they're dealing with. So I sucked it up and I obviously have a therapist. Y'all know I advocate for therapy all day. So, you know, I, I basically dealt with the transition in therapy. Long story short, And from there, um, you know, other things have happened, good and not so good. However, slowly I started to feel like I was getting my footing again. And that's kind of what happened with transitioning into 2021. Um, Things started to shift in different areas of my life. And I started to feel like I was starting to get some grounding and some footing. Um, But there were a few loose ends, if you will, with some things that I have been working through. And I received some news about a week ago, and it was just so disappointing. Have you ever gotten one of those phone calls where you were really hoping it was going to be good news, but then when you got the news, it was just kind of disappointing? And that was the moment that shifted my energy. That was the moment that shifted my state of being into like this funky state. And so that's why um, I'm talking and sharing with you all about shifting out of that and what I do, because in the past, you guys, I would have stayed in that state (laughs) for a long time. And that, that simply is because my self-awareness was not where it is today. And that's actually the number one, the first point that I wanted to make with you all is how I'm able to start to make those shifts out of those funky states of being is by being aware, being very self-aware of what is going on within me and doing what I need to do to shift Now, I am a huge advocate for feeling your feelings. I am not one of those people that preaches toxic positivity. And like the former friend I told you all about, tells people to suck it up and move on. I don't believe in that because I believe that what happens on an emotional level, if it is not felt and processed and some sort of amends is made internally, it stays into your body. It stays stored into your body. And that is how different types of ailments and conditions and injuries and inflammation. I mean, there's a whole gamut of things that manifest inside of the physical body as a result of holding on to different emotional, um, it could be traumas or wounds or just not feeling your feelings. 
So I am a huge advocate for feeling and processing your feelings. So without awareness for me, it's first being aware of what state I'm in currently and being able to give myself permission to process what am I feeling and how am I, how is this, what's going on within me and eventually start to come up with a game plan, right? Like how can I move through this? And there was some feelings that were going on within me that were not um, conducive to some goals that I have, you know, um, I have a lot of goals, a lot of things I'm working on, working on some certifications. I'm working on some training um, for myself and I'm coming up with uh, programs and things like that for my students and my clients. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) Y'all feel me? Like, you know, in life when something happens and you're like, I do not have time for this right now. Like, And it's such a humble reminder of the journey called life, how, you know, when life happens, that is why we need these tools in place so that we can navigate life the best way we can, because we do occasionally get those curveballs. We do get those phone calls. We do have those events that happen. And if you're not aware, could throw you off kilter. And I'm just so grateful for my level of self-awareness because it has really helped me to not stay in those states um, as long as before. Now, obviously, it would be ideal to ascend to this enlightened state where nothing phases me. But I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Assista ain't there yet, okay? I would love to evolve into that state of consciousness and being. However, uh, you know, whenever the good Lord wants me to be there, I'm sure I'll, I'll ascend to that level. However, at this point in time, this is where I'm at. And so I'm going to be grateful for the season I am in. And having that self-awareness helps me to really be conscious of what is going on right here, right now. Now, some unhealthy coping tools, tools, they're not tools, they're unhealthy coping ways that I have used to try to either mask or numb or avoid what is going on within myself internally include, but are not limited to things like emotional eating, binge watching, um, anything. It could be YouTube videos. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. The other night I was up till one o'clock in the morning watching freaking TikTok videos, y'all. I can't believe no one told me that that thing will send you down the rabbit hole. And it was like some of the most hilarious videos. And then I look up and it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? But that was an indicator for me like, uh uh-uh, this is not your normal way of operating and functioning. And that was an avoidance behavior for me. Another one is being on social media too much, which that's the TikTok videos in this case. Um, Isolation has always been one. And, And for me, you guys, I really have to be mindful of, and this is something I always teach to my students and my clients also is being mindful of the difference between isolating and solitude. Okay, there is a difference between isolating and solitude. One is productive, one is counterproductive. Okay, 
And the tricky thing for me in particular is I am an introverted, empathic soul. And so what that means is, is I naturally need the solitude to refuel and recharge energetically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. However, when I get into these funky states of being, isolation is my go-to. Shutting down, um, disconnecting from people. And the reason for that being is I never want to bring um, bad energy to anyone, negative energy or anything like that to anyone. And so something I, I have always had to consciously be aware of is if I am isolating or if I'm in solitude and if I'm isolating to challenge myself to tell someone what's going on with me. And so in this case, um, I, I've told the mister we live together. You know, he knows what I'm when my, when I'm off, per se, um, because I'm not going to bed at my usual time. I may be a little bit more quiet than usual. Um, I may, he can sense the moodiness. And so I, I talk with him and share with him, like, I'm disappointed about this and, you know, just being transparent with him. And so I'm not in isolation. Uh, I also have a close couple of friends where I feel comfortable doing that with as well when it's necessary because I don't believe in burdening the mister with all my stuff. Okay. I believe that's what your therapist is for, your support system, your friends. And so I try to be mindful depending upon how heavy a situation is, um, who I'm sharing what with, but really being able to clarify for my own self if I'm isolating or if I'm in solitude. Now, when I'm in solitude, I'm needing to recharge. I'm needing to re-energize. And that is an intentional time. And so there is a stark difference between the two. And I always like to invite people to ask themselves, especially those of you who may be like myself on the introverted empathic spectrum, where you already turn to solitude to re-energize yourself. So I want to invite you to consider in those moments where you may be feeling a little bit funky or your mood's off. If you are noticing you're spending a lot more alone time, not talking to people and things like that, if you're isolating, because you want to be careful about that, that is where that depression and that anxiety and things like that can creep in and take over. Now, the next thing for me is practicing radical self-care. Radical self-care. Why do I say that? Because if I am feeling a certain way and I'm processing some sort of an emotion, there is something happening within my nervous system and my body to process that. And so I give myself permission to listen to what I need. I listen to my body. Now, this is something I have had to practice over the years, you all. Um, a lot of my clients, if they're listening to this, whether if you're past or present, know that when I start my coaching sessions with them, my private coaching sessions, we start with deep breathing exercises at the onset of every session. And the reason for that is, is for one, I want them to know that they can always return to their breath at any moment at any time. You don't need to be at any particular place doing a particular thing at any moment, at any time in the day, you can return to your breath. And also what it does is it helps them to practice being present in their body. And that is a skill set that I always like to help my clients cultivate because the more present you can get in your body, the more you can learn to meet your own needs. Y'all talk about radical, not only self-care, but self-love. 
This is taking self-love to the next level because when you know what you need and you can give that to yourself, y'all listen, honey, (laughs) I'm telling y'all, it's nothing like that. So I've been practicing radical self-care, you guys, Um, taking naps when needed, uh, listening to my body and relaxing, taking a break. If I notice, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit of fatigue or tiredness, I take a break and really give myself permission to do what I need to do. Um, Longer walks in nature if needed, um, more stretching, just whatever I feel like I need, the journaling, all of the plethora of tools that I use that help me to connect with myself and process and take care of myself. I give myself permission to do that. And it has really helped me tremendously, you guys, to move through these funky stages with more ease and more grace. Because I'm telling y'all, in the past, I used to battle with guilt tremendously for taking care of myself, for needing a break, for wanting to take a pause, for wanting to take a nap. Anything related to self-care, I battled with guilt. Um, I had a lot of negative conditioning around self-care and one of the primary negative um, inner dialogues that I would have with myself was this, am I being lazy or I'm being lazy? And I have worked so hard for years upon years upon years to change that inner voice, you guys. Many of you who have worked with me before, we talk about the inner critic. I have have an episode about the inner critic. Um, But I've worked on that so hard over the years to transform that voice so that I can really receive and experience the benefits of radical self-care. It's a game changer, you guys. And then the next thing is shifting my thoughts. Shifting my thoughts, like I just shared. It's a practice. It's a practice. Like I'm being transparent with you all right now. This week, my thoughts have been going back and forth because I have cultivated this empowered voice within myself. When the negative thoughts, the negative self-talk is surfacing, my empowered voice can start to turn on. And it's almost like I'm having this inner dialogue with myself, you know, with the negative thoughts, which is the old programming and conditioning that's still trying to surface and still needs worked on compared to the empowered voice of myself that I've cultivated over the years. And so, you know, I have had to really work on shifting my thoughts. One thing that I do is I literally say this aloud when I catch myself in the moment in the midst of a negative thought, I will either say I reject that or I cancel that or something to indicate to myself that no, we are not entertaining that thought. We are not entertaining that thought. Okay. And so shifting my thoughts has really helped me tremendously to shift out of those funky states of being. Because remember, you guys, your thoughts, they create your feelings and your feelings determine your behavior. And so with me feeling funky, it started with my thinking, whatever thoughts I had surfacing out of this disappointing phone call, those thoughts are what triggered the funky stage. And then the funky stage is what triggered the behaviors of me um, staying up to one o'clock in the morning watching freaking TikTok videos. 
when I should have been going to bed and getting rest. And then what happens is I don't get adequate rest I'm, and then I'm feeling more funky and it turns into a cycle. And so the way to break it, being self-aware, radical self-care, shifting your thinking. And the next thing for me is doing my practices even when I don't feel like it. You guys, every day for this last week, I have done some sort of my practice, whether if it's sitting in my sacred space, lighting some candles and um, doing some EFT tapping or meditation, praying, journaling, um, listening to something positive or exercising, stretching, whatever it is, every day I have been committed to doing that. And even when I don't feel like it, you know, just Saturday morning, I was sitting in my sacred space, y'all. I did not feel like doing it. You hear me? When I tell you, it was like a little kid kicking and screaming internally where I was like, I don't feel like doing it. I just wanted to throw myself a little pity party. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real with y'all. I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyway. And it completely shifted the outcome of my day, completely shifted the day, um, had a productive morning and got some things done on my business. The mister and I exercised together and went out for um, some nature time. And we went to Trader Joe's and, you know, just things that helped me feel good. Bought myself some flowers and, you know, all these things. I don't know what I would have done, y'all, if I didn't start my day in my sacred space. I don't know if I would have said I'm just going to vegetate on the couch all day. I'm going to lay in bed. I don't know what I would have done, but I believe it's because I committed to doing my practices, even when I didn't feel like it, that it helped give me that fuel and that good feeling to go about my day in a better way. Now, at the recording of this episode, when y'all are listening to it, I literally just got out of the shower washing my hair and I was literally in the shower just praying and asking God like what should I record for an episode because I really was feeling conflicted about sharing that I'm in the midst of a shift and that's because I'm just going to keep it real with y'all the industry that I'm in with personal growth and development and coaching and helping people there is It's almost like this unwritten rule that it's okay to share your stuff, but just don't share it when you're in it. Does that make sense? Because you don't look professional. You don't look like the expert. You don't look like this. And I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that, you guys, because a lot of us are living real life, having real experiences dealing with real circumstances. And I don't feel like for who I am, you know, what I stand for, what my values are, that I can sit here and record an episode and come up with some topic that it may help you, you know, it may help you, may like it, it may be good content, but I'm here struggling with something or I'm here in the midst of my own shift, you know, And energy doesn't lie, you guys. Energy doesn't lie. And so if my voice doesn't even sound the same, I'd rather you hear why than sit here and try to guess like, huh, she she doesn't sound, something seems a little off. I wonder what's going on. Well, I just explained it to you. 
doesn't this feel better? I don't know about you, but to me it does. Like, I'm just so tired of people not keeping it real. And this is a part of my journey that I want to start sharing more of with you guys is how I'm navigating um, other aspects of my life as it relates to entrepreneurship and um, my goals and my dreams and things like that. Because there's a lot of things that people do not share, but there's a lot of perceptions that people have around how people got to where they got to. And I want to be one of those people where I can share candidly and transparently as I always have what the journey has been like for me so that you guys know for yourselves. And so with that being said, I hope that you guys are okay with me sharing a little bit about my own personal shifting out of a funky state this week and being on the journey with me. I just appreciate you all. Now, if you are not inside of the Self-Love for Empathic Souls private Facebook group, I just announced when May 1st hit that we are doing a new challenge for the month of May called Power Thoughts, the Power Thoughts Challenge. This challenge was actually inspired by this current state that I have been shifting out of. And that's because I am experiencing in real time the power of my thoughts. The power of my thoughts. And so I was like, you know, we need to have a challenge. Power thoughts. Because when you can really start to practice mindfulness and self-awareness to another degree and start shifting your thinking you will start to experience some amazing results, whether if it's um, whatever area you're focused on right now. And so I want to invite you to join us in the Self-Love for Empathic Souls Facebook group. I will be announcing inside of there when I'll be doing a live stream this week to cover the challenge and some things I'm going to personally be focusing on for the challenge. And then I also have an announcement to make. A save the date announcement. Now, I used to have retreats back in my hometown in Springfield, Illinois, where I used to live, in-person retreats. And when I moved to Florida, I wanted to start having retreats, but then, you know, things happen. I am not going to have an in-person retreat yet. However... In June, I'm going to be hosting a three-day Elevate Your Self-Love virtual retreat. So stay tuned. Stay close. This is going to be happening, I believe, the second weekend of June, but I'm going to confirm the dates this week, and I will be announcing on all my social media and in my email when the date will be exactly for the Elevate Your Self-Love virtual retreat. It's going to be a three-day virtual experience. I'm super excited about this to connect with all of you in a space where we can pour into one another. And I have some exciting content to share with you all to help you 
take your self-love journey to the next level so that the second half of 2021 for you will be absolutely incredible. And with that being said, I will chat with you all next time. Take care now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.